Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, Community Manager at Micro.blog, and I am very happy to be talking today to my very good friend, Dory Smith, who is at Dory on Micro.blog. Hey, Dory, how's it going? Hi, Jean. It's going pretty well. <laughs> I'm Thank glad. You. Thank you for having me here. I'm really glad it uh, gives us a chance to catch up. Um, and uh, I think, you know, before we start diving into the various things we want to talk about, why don't you tell our listeners, our Microdot blog community, a little bit about yourself? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I am an old-time geek. I started programming in 1977. Okay. Uh, and I got on the internet in the mid nineties and basically was like, wow, this changes everything. I'd been a programmer for years at that point, checked everything and just dove into it. Uh, the next thing I knew, I was writing books uh, about a language called JavaScript, Yes, which led to all kinds of things, including meeting you. That's right. Uh, <laughs> which the most important thing, of course. But, um, <laughs> so a lot of those books sold, and I ended up moving up to wine country, which is how I met you even more, Yeah, uh, California wine country. And I wrote a few other books and did a lot of blogging, which is also why I'm here today. Uh, and that in some ways takes me up to where I am now. So when did you first have a blog? Well, I had things that were kind of blog-like, mm -hmm. uh, but the word blog didn't come around until 1999. So the first thing that I had that was a blog that I actually called a blog, I started in November 99, mm -hmm. which is, well, still is at BackupBrain.com. It just hasn't been updated in a while, mm -hmm. but it's still there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and you, I mean, that was like like the classic like personal blog um, where you wrote about things that interested you, um, and you weren't you weren't doing any one topic in particular, and things that interested you or made you happy or made you mad. <laughs> the way we always put it was it was a place to put all the writing we had that nobody would pay us for. <laughs> <laughs> so rants, links, opinions, that, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, when I say we, I am not being the formal we, the other half of backup brain, or I used to refer to the other lobe. Uh, mm -hmm. I should mention it was my late husband, Tom Negrino, who passed away 17 months ago. Yeah. Uh, so if you go and look up Backup Brain, you see a lot of things say Tom Negrino, and that's because he was the other lobe. So we were the right and left lobes. Yes. And, um, you know, I know I speak for the internet community that knows you and our, you know, sorrow for you at that. What an incredible loss because Tom was awesome. And I mean, Tom is still awesome. You can go yeah. read his stuff on Backup Brain. <laughs> it wasn't a loss to just me. It was a loss to the community as a whole. It's nice. You know, you really have a lot of of Tom 
is still there on the internet. Yeah, you can. I mean, I recommend it. Go through and read, you know, some of the stuff he wrote on Backup Brain. It's he was a very wise and witty man. Yeah, that's right. So, how would you say, you know, since 1999 until today, has the internet, you know, as a place where people interact, you know, not strictly social media, but you know, ways that we meet or entertain others or um, have conversations like what's different today um, than when you first started blogging? Uh, God, since we first started, the big difference is the, the ubiquitousness, the ubiquity of it. Mm -hmm. Because I remember back when you're, you have a, a blog, 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 (laughs) a what? A what? Um, and why would you put your thoughts out on there? Who would read that? Who would care? And now it's everybody puts everything yeah. <laughs> uh, on Twitter and Facebook and, you know, Instagram, whatever. Uh, and now that's just normal. We were, I guess, ahead of our time. Yeah. Uh, in putting our thoughts out there. Yeah. Uh, and so that I don't have to explain it anymore. But what's what's different is that you do have to explain when you aren't putting it in any of the usual silos. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because people think, oh, you blog, you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you put it somewhere else, people like, I need an app. No, you can just go on the web and read it. Yeah. I just can go on the web and yeah, really. You just web, go there, read. Yeah. You know, that it's, it's an odd thing. They expect they expect things to be aggregated for them. Yeah. You know, on Facebook you read what everybody on Facebook is saying. On Twitter you can read what everybody on Twitter is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't expect to go to a website and read just one person. Mm-hmm. And so that's a different thing. Yeah. And it's like you can go to that page, like backupbrain.com, and there's nothing that makes you sign in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody's saying, you must join here. To, yeah. You don't need a password. To, yeah. I mean, I, if there, if I had to, I would join Backup Brain, but that's me. Um, but you don't I, know it until you've read it for a while. Right. And that's right. So how do you know when you first come along? Yeah. I mean, it's – it's. I met people almost 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, some of whom I've never met in person, who I still consider close friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if they said – I'm coming to Northern California, I'd say, you can sleep on my spare bed, even yeah. though I've never met them. Yeah. Because of blogging, we started 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And with Facebook isn't like that, because <laughs> I don't no. friend people I don't know. Uh-huh. I, know and I don't want strangers coming along and reading the stuff I write on Facebook necessarily. Yeah. Um, there's that same sense of community. No. I mean, I definitely have made good friends on Twitter over the years who, yeah. you know, are good friends now in real life, but uh, not lately. <laughs> not lately. Well, also your attention is uh, elsewhere. So. That, 
Yeah, no, that's true. But I mean, I didn't realize how Twitter could become such a um, vector for nastiness, you know, until, you know, several years into it. And um, Oh, yeah, when Twitter first started, it was great. Yeah. I mean, I think I started with Twitter in 2006. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I was an early adopter. Were you like on it when it was just through um, through uh, instant messages or texting? Um, to, I think a little after that. Yeah. When it first went public because yeah. I wanted to grab my name, Dory. Right. Uh, Smart. And it makes it easier. You know, nice four-letter <laughs> name. Yeah. And it was – I knew most of the people on there because a lot of the early Twitter people were early blogging people. Mm -hmm. So it was just nice being able to, you know, chat in real time with Mm -hmm. people I had been blogging with for the previous seven years. Right. Um, And of course, back then everybody said, why would you want to do that? (laughs) (laughs) And now it's ubiquitous. Right. Um, You know, and, and there's still people who don't get Twitter who right. and that's fine like yeah i mean i think it's not even though it seems like it's everyone is on it everyone is not on it like no one in my family is on it even though i have created accounts for them and tried to explain to them how they might use it um and be part of a conversation there but that's okay it just if it doesn't make sense to you it's just you know that's that's how it is and i have noticed like you know, so this week there's been a lot of um, uproar about Twitter and yes. their policies, and I don't want to go lack, in- or lack. Of <laughs> yes, I don't want to get go down that r- rabbit hole, but uh, it has resulted in a lot of people coming by to check out Microdot Blog, and Good. which is great. But they, a lot of them, are expecting it to be like Twitter, and it is not. Twitter. It is it's something different. And there's also people lately who have been saying, like, you know what? Uh, it doesn't work for me. Um, you know, I'm out of here. Just don't I don't get it. And I think, yeah, that's how Twitter is and was, and that's fine. Like every person does not need to be on Microdot blog for it to be a success. We're really looking at a a, a pretty, you know, special audience, which are people who not only want to interact with each other, but really want to write and blog again, Yes, you know, and a lot of people who I've talked to on this podcast, and uh, who I also, you know, interact with on Microdot blog have said, I'm writing again, because we've made it almost as easy as Twitter to keep up a personal blog. Uh, and but you also get the social layer, which is the microdot blog timeline, where you can interact and comment on other people's work. So I don't know um, how I, I'd be curious, like what your impressions of microdot blog are so far. It's I was expecting a blogging platform, mm-hmm. and instead it was a blogging community, and that surprised me. And that's a good thing, which is different from what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am kind of getting my feet wet still mm-hmm. in it mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's a little disconcerting 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a little disconcerting that you don't know who follows you. Right. And you don't know who reads it. So for all I know, I'm writing and two people or 200 people are reading it. And Mm -hmm. it's just kind of weird that I have no way of knowing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, did you have a way of knowing or do you have a way of knowing who reads your posts on Backup Brain, for example? Well, with Backup Brain, uh, well, I had access because it was my own server. I could go and Uh look at my logs and see, you know, how many hits things got. Good point. Uh, And then, of course, there's the whole thing of people uh, linking to it elsewhere and then pointing back in. Mm -hmm. And I could see that. Mm, Right. Uh, and I don't get that kind of uh, input with microblog, although I could put it on my own WordPress blog mm-hmm. and get that. Yeah. Uh, so I could, and I just haven't done that as yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely, um, you know, we're still so much in the early stages of figuring things out. Yeah. And, yeah. You I'm know, not saying it's bad, it's just disconcerting. It's right. I think disconcerting is a really good way of putting it because um I had the same feelings. Sometimes I still have the same feelings, you know, like when I first started working, you know, when we first launched the platform and you know started to have, you know, lots of uh users, I was like, how do I, you know, I had a lot of Twitter features that I thought I wanted on micro.blog, mm-hmm. but Manton Reese, who is the um, you know founder of Micro right. Blog, uh-huh. um, and I feel like I have to mention that now because we have so many new people. I think who probably don't even know who Manton is, <laughs> and that's cool. I mean, that's 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 normal. That's how yeah. it would go. Um, so, but I don't assume anymore that people know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, Manton had a very clear vision as he worked on this. Um, platform to launch it about how it would be different. And he, you know, would explain things to me about um, why it is the way it is. And, and then I basically, you know, I, I trust Manton's judgment and I'm willing to at least like see how it goes. And if I still feel, Oh, I really want this Twitter feature. Well, then I'll be, you know, with everybody else, like lobbying for it and explaining why it's a good feature to have and how it won't undermine the whole premise of Microdot because that's what we're worried about. Yeah. This is why I love one person software shops. Yeah. Because (laughs) they have a very clear image of what they want and they're trying to bring it into actuality, into reality Uh and make it something. And with one person software shops, sometimes what that person wants becomes huge. And sometimes they, it turns out nobody else wants it except for that one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're scratching an itch and they're hoping it's an itch that many people have. Yeah. Personally, I would love to see Manton add more Tumblr-like features. Because I know lots and lots of people on Tumblr and almost everybody hates Tumblr <laughs> because Yahoo bought Tumblr and then sometimes they ignore it and sometimes they screw it up uh, and sometimes they do both. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's, I don't know anybody on Tumblr who is happy being on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. If there was an alternative, they would leave it in a hot second 
but Tumblr does very Tumblr-like things that nothing else does. Mm -hmm. So something else did some of it. Yeah. Um, it might be, you know, an interesting place to go, but I would have to, you know, sit and chat with Manton for hours about what I think people like there and what they don't. He yeah. still might not work with his vision. Yeah. I, I mean, we certainly, Tumblr is, you know, on our radar of like, mm -hmm. you know, a thing that we want to be more like or less like. I mean, Tumblr, for example, you can you can map your domain name to Tumblr. Mm -hmm. And that makes it unique am among these silos. I mean, Tumblr isn't, I don't think of it as a, as a silo as much as the other things where you're, you only exist as twitter.com slash Dory or facebook.com slash Dory. Right. Um, you, and, uh, you know, it's a, you're, you are a perfect example of the fact that you had backup brain in 1999. I don't know how many hosts you've gone through, but I know how many I've gone through with my own domain, welltempered.net. And every time I decide to change, I have, I still have my site. It's my site. I guess you've right. been running your own server, so I'm not that geeky. But <laughs> well, no, we don't actually run. I mean, it's it's a hosting company. Okay. No, I'm not that geeky either. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's saying a lot because you, in my book, you are you are the geek, you're the geek queen, and uh, I thank you. Thank I you. worship at your um, <laughs> in your in your court. I'm just happy to be able to said I I. I used your book. You made JavaScript uh, fun and interesting to me in a way that I was not expecting. And so um, anybody out there who's still thinking, oh, I should probably learn this thing called JavaScript, Dory's and Tom's book is still out there. Not just still out there. I mean, it's in, uh, it's been revised constantly. So I, I will put a link JavaScript in the show notes. For, yeah. <laughs> JavaScript for the web, visual quick start guide. <laughs> I think it's just JavaScript Visual Quick Start Guide now that yeah. we took off for the web. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we should probably wrap this up. Uh, Dory, I am so glad that you had time to come on and chit-chat with me on, on Micro Monday. And I think, it, you know, given everything that's going on in the world of the internet and blogging, it was a really uh, good, like, chance for me to, like, gain the perspective that, you know, this is the latest kerfuffle and things always change and people sort of find their place in the new world. Thanks for having me on anytime. Well, thanks for being here. Listeners, if you want to follow Dory on micro.blog, there's a link in the show notes, or you can go to micro.blog slash Dory. That's D-O-R-I. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.